Welcome to the Family Office Secrets Podcast, where we share weekly advanced financial planning concepts, insights, and family office financial planning strategies and tactics. Welcome to the Family Office Secrets Podcast, where we share weekly advanced financial planning concepts, insights, and family office planning strategies and tactics. I'm MC Lobstrom, joined by Stephen Bell. Stephen, great to see you. Good to see you, too. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the different types of life insurance. Now, in the previous episode, we shared why family office families buy as much life insurance as life insurance carriers will sell them. Um, so I figured in today's episode, it will be great just to give um, kind of an overview of, of the different types of insurance that are out there and available. So the three uh, types that folks are uh, familiar with or have heard of is term life insurance, whole life insurance, and universal life insurance. Stephen, uh, do you want to just share a little bit of the differences between all these three different types of insurance? Sure. Yeah. And and what I found is that sometimes, you know, MC is certainly in the business that we're in. We think people are are so familiar with term, just gloss over it. But I found that sometimes that's not the case. So for the sake of, you know, for this being insurance 101, you know, term is really, it's almost like you're, you're leasing death benefit. You're saying, hey, I'm going to pay for this amount of death benefit for this amount of time. That's my term that I need death benefit for. And so it's the lowest cost way to cover death benefit for a period of time. At the end of that period of time, similar to a lease, you no longer have anything. So it doesn't accumulate cash. There's no longer death benefit. It just covers it for a period of time. It's really good for certain, especially business purposes. It's good for family protection. It can be good for that. It's also good for um, warehousing insurability. So what I mean by that is you can buy a term policy for a period of time that has a convertible ability in it. So you can buy it today while you're young and preferred plus. And then in the future, you can convert that to a permanent product at that same underwriting preferred plus um, without having to go through underwriting. So we, we see families use that like at all spectrums of the income uh, variant for all these different purposes. So it can be kind of you know a, a very useful tool um, that's executed for different things. Um, and then next is whole life. So whole life, we're kind of familiar with in, in general, some people are like, well, that's the expensive insurance. And, and really what whole life is, is it has a cash value component to it. So it can be used, I see it really as a chassis. So it can be the, the same exact policy and the exact same person can be designed to do different things. And it can be designed to accumulate cash as well as efficiently as possible, or it can be designed to try to, to just have permanent death benefit um, as strictly that. So as efficiently as possible. And then there's a few different things in between and there's um, the ability to kind of adjust the way that it pays. You can pay over a short period of time or long period of time. And generally, you know, those, these are with big mutual companies. And so that's your whole life, your traditional whole life mutual type of policy. And then, um, and then universal life is, is kind of this, I wouldn't say it's a hybrid between the two, but it's a permanent policy that has some flexibility in it. It has, it can have a death benefit component to it. It can have some guarantees to it and, um, and it can fluctuate. So you can adjust how much you're putting into it, which will adjust the death benefit. 
um, general, so a general UL, so not an index universal life, but just a general UL universal life product. Um, typically it has, has a little bit of a death uh, cash value component, but it's sort of your way of, of trying to inexpensively buy permanent death benefit. And depending on the carrier, you can get some really good guarantees in there and you can kind of scale back the cash value part of it to try to maximize the death benefit. And then the last component too on UL is index universal life. So similar to whole life in that it has a cash value component can be designed to try to maximize that or minimize that and try to keep the death benefit up, has some flexibility in it. And it, it does have the way that it's credited each year isn't in a marketplace, but it's tied to the, the um, success of a certain marketplace. So a certain index, use the S&P, for example, if the S&P does this, then it goes through their formula and they'll credit that. And what that tends to have is a cap and a floor component and it and, and it has a cash value component in there too. And that's that's out there available from mutual companies as well as stock owned companies, uh, which is a kind of another probably another topic for for another one of these conversations. I just wanted to share kind of like a mindset shift, which happens when you look at what the general public is exposed to on the information when it comes to life insurance versus what what is happening at, in advanced planning in the, in the family office space. So when you go online and you do research on the different types of insurance, you're going to see headlines and articles saying this type of insurance is better than the other type of insurance. And you'll have people arguing on online about this, uh, where if you have a mindset shift and you move over to what is happening in the advanced planning space, you'll see that these are merely tools which can be used in a combination because, again, um, it's it's a different tool for a different purpose uh, to execute a different task. So you will see when you get to advanced planning strategies, there is a combination between, let's just say, term insurance and permanent life insurance. Um, and in if when combined, they do many different things for you simultaneously as part of a uh, life insurance strategy. So I just wanted to share that too where a lot of folks might already, when they have listened to you explain the differences, think, oh, this one might be better than this one. They're, they are just simply different tools uh, helping you accomplish and achieve different outcomes within your strategy. Mm -hmm. What you should really take away from it is, is that these aren't used for one thing each. You have three different categories with three different purposes. They can be designed different ways. And you really just want to work with people that kind of understand how it implements in different ways and and integrates and can be designed accordingly um, and, and don't just have a singular focus in that space. Stephen has put together a presentation which he shares a strategy, and this is the premium finance life insurance strategy. It's an advanced planning strategy that can turbocharge your wealth transfer. You can access this presentation at familyofficesecrets.com. That's familyofficesecrets.com. Thank you.